We're holding at the beginning of a new level. This is is going to teach us about. And Parakid Gimel, the beer, Mirvis Aprishus. And the Mishnah Hashem himself introduces that, what we saw previously. And there are different stages the person reaches to different parts of this as we go on the journey. And he says, Aprishus, Yitchelis, and Hasidus. We're now starting the third out of the four stages of a person's growth, what we call the stage of Hasidus. And Aprishus is the first step towards that stage. Material. Understand? Everything we've seen until now, which means the three levels of Zahirus, Zerizus, and Akius, is like we said, the first level is to be a Tariq. A Tariq is someone who is righteous in the eyes of Hashem. That's the first level. From now on, the next three levels, which is Precious, Tyre, and Chasidus, that's the second. Uh, Step in person's development to become a chassid. A chassid meaning somebody who is living in the high level. The so we will find that haprishus in a chassidus, precious with and chassidus work as two parts of a whole. Just like in the first level, we spoke about the two sides. The one being zahirus, caution not to do something wrong. Another one's rizus. Motivation to do things right. So the same thing over here. Precious is distancing oneself from doing wrong, and Hasidus is working harder to do right. One is on how to distance oneself from what's bad. And the other one is how to battle for doing good. So we already spoke about a person should distance himself from Avera. And anything which is even a little bit of an Avera, anything which is even questionably an Avera, we already spoke about. And being a Zayir is when a person is careful to do anything wrong, a person is even a Naki, which means to make sure that it's completely clean. So what can Prishas add to this? What's the new level which a person is meant to work to, work on, beyond the fact that he's not doing anything wrong? He's perfected himself to the level that he's, what he does is right, and his mirrors are right, it's clean, it's Naki. Why, what else can Prishas give it? So says them, says the don't just stop short of doing an Avera, but rather distance yourself even from what's, what you're, what's mutter to you. Even what you're allowed to do. Make a barrier that you're not going to do that either. That's the reason we perish. Perish means to separate. For a person to separate, which means to distance himself from something, well, what is it to distance himself from? Not from the Avera. The Avera is already also correct. But what he has to distance himself from is He's coming to isolate himself, something which is allowed to do. It's, I'm not going to do something which is motive for me, as a way to distance myself from the next step, which might be doing something which is also for me. This is your Mulan by Inyan. And the principle is anything which it could be something which will bring to something which is bad. Even though right now it's not doing anything bad, what I'm doing there isn't bad either, but still it could bring me to do something bad. 
Yirchat v'yifresh v'yimena. A person should distance himself from that. So this is a step more. Zahiris, we said a person is careful not to do something wrong. And now we say, not just am I going to be careful not to do anything wrong, but I'm going to go back a step. I'm going to make sure to stop short of getting to a place which might bring me to do something wrong. So what I'm doing now is hetter. What I'm doing now is that. But I understand that if I do what I'm allowed to do, then it might bring me closer to doing something which is awesome to do. And so I'm not going to do the thing which is mutsi either as a way to prevent myself from doing what's wrong. Now, if that's what we're explaining precious, then really we can retitle precious as all of the Takanas Chazal. Think about it. Most of them all, a lot of the Takanas Chazal, that's exactly what they do. Most of the Takanas Chazal are, they could foresee what's going to bring to an Isra. And they make us stop a step before. Together. Together. Don't come to the Isra. We know that if you're going to be in a certain situation, you're going to be allowed to do something. Either you're going to be pushed to do the, go the next step, which is also, or you're going to make a mistake and be over an Isra. So we're going to hold you back. That's exactly what we just explained as precious. Which means you're going to ask you from doing something you're allowed to do, so that you don't come to do something that you're also to do. So for example, I mean there's so many examples. Let's give a few. Chazal said, you can't eat bread baked by a guy, even though it's completely kosher, which I think really is, it's all kosher. But you can't eat bread which is baked by a guy. What's wrong with it? Because Chazal are looking ahead. They say, if you start to eat with goyim and socialize with goyim, the end point is going to be, you're going to marry goyim. That's an issue. So what are we asking? So we don't want to bring people to the stage they're going to intermarry. What are we going to ask them? What are we going to forbid? We're going to forbid a long, long journey back. And that is, don't eat the food that they make. Don't eat the bread that they bake. Because that way I'm creating a barrier that will be too... It won't make a comfortable situation where you're together. That will prevent a too close connection. So even though that's a a very big step back from the Esau, because I saw that that's the place to make together. That's the place to make together. Similarly... Hazal said, you can't eat chicken with milk. The Torah didn't ask for chicken with milk. There's nothing wrong with it. It might be very tasty. But the Torah said, Hazal said, you can't do it. Why not? Because it's a step back. If you're going to eat chicken and milk, you might make a mistake. You might eat meat and milk. Eating meat and milk is a Torah, Torah prohibition. So we're going to make you take a step backwards so that and forbid you on things which really would be mutter. Which really would be mutter. So that that way you don't come to over on the Torah. And uh, that's just two examples. There are many, many more. Chazal said you can't blow the Shafer on Shabbos. As much as we would want to blow the Shafer on Shabbos, as much as it's a major part of Rosh Hashanah, the Chazal was scared. You might carry the Shafer on Shabbos, but we have to take it to blow. And you will have a Shabbos, so we're going to take a step back and make a gather. You can't blow the Shafer on Shabbos, and no one's going to carry Shafer. Okay. So this idea of making a barrier that people don't come to be over is is really be'etzem, an underlying principle of Takanas Chazal. And only that, the Gemara does it like that. The Gemara says in the past, you should guard my teacher, what I told you to guard. So that the Gemara explains it. How do we guard what Hashem told us not to do? By making a mishmeris, making a barrier for my mishmariti, which means to make it put a barrier in place. And we're not going to come to be over this. And that's 
the Gemara does is Kiilu the Torah sanction for all the Xeris that Rabbanan did. Where's the precious? Where's the precious? The Mashmaras over here is that uh, it's uh, Chazal came to make rules for everybody. Chazal came to make rules for everybody. The Messiah is presenting it as if it's a mind of an extra special individual. A mind of a person who's living a higher level. He knows how to take a step back and not to do things which are going to bring to Nisa. Well, Chazal weren't talking to the person on a higher level. Chazal was talking to everybody. Chazal was talking to everybody. Don't eat with going because you might have to marry the going. Chazal was talking to everybody. Don't eat chicken and milk because you might eat meat and milk. So this is a requirement which is expected from everyone. That's not precious. That's not someone who's living you know, the, the holier life, that he's, he's being, not being careful not to be over his It's mandated on everybody and it's a machai for everybody. So when, when do we say that a mishmeris is something which is in the category of a, of a khil, of an obligation, which applies to everybody? And when do we say this idea of making a barrier, a kadichat machai, to forbid yourself, to make a barrier to yourself of something which is mutter for you? is the gather of precious. It's a, it's a sign of a person who's on a higher level and therefore he's living in a higher standard. What's the difference between the two? So, really, to answer the question, we should see uh, the next nine minutes of the because he's really going to talk about it too. And he says, but If you think about it, you'll see. There are only three levels of it. Yesha is the Isser itself, which obviously we careful not to do. The Yesh, Siyag, Yisayim. And then there's the barriers around the Isser. And what are the Siyag? What are the Siyag? Like the Siyag is a barrier. So what are these Siyag? So what are these barriers? We have like Zeres from Mishmar, Shekaz of HaChawain, is a friend of Rachel called Yisra. Those are the barriers which Chazal put in place for every Jew to keep. And like Yisra, Kol Yisra, it's not optional, it's not extra credit. It's obligated for everybody. So that's not what he means by precious. And in the third level, he means by precious. The Yeshai and Chaikim, Shemutra, or Komporosh, or Parosh Nasus. And then there's the level, which, the distances which everyone who wants to be on this level of the Parosh has to make for himself. And what does he to make for himself? Lias Kodes, Pusach, Shaddai. Avoiding their announcement to limit himself what he can do and create barriers for himself. The Hainos. How does he do that? The Haniach. To those things which Chazal didn't make Xeris on. Those things which Chazal are allowed to do. He even has to take a step back from that. There should be more distance from the, from the Rav. So as opposed to as opposed to what Chazal will which is something which the whole Chazal has to be careful about. Yeah, he's doing more than that. Yeah, he's taking an extra step back, more than what Chazal asked him, but he's more guaranteed he's not going to do something wrong. And now the question is, we have a very obvious retort to that, and that is, if, I, if this was something which was a necessary gather to make, so then we'd expect Chazal would have made that gather. Chazal did a good job. They didn't restrain themselves to one area of Torah, they made barriers all over the place. We already spoke about barriers in Shefer and barriers in Kashrus. And same thing, the whole of Mukta is like Zeret Chazal. The person shouldn't touch things or carry things which come and bring to Malachu, you might carry outside, whatever the reason for Mukta is, 
It's all Chazal. It's all the barrier. And we're going to come to so many other rules. There are also barriers of Chazal. So if there's an area where Chazal didn't get involved in, we won't, we're not going to think that that's because Chazal didn't think about that. We're going to think that the reason that Chazal didn't get involved there is because they didn't feel it was necessary. They didn't have to get involved there. So why is the person thinking I have to do better than that? If Chazal didn't give us the gathers, then obviously we aren't needing that gather. So why does the person have to do more? Is it we don't need it, or they consider that perhaps it's going too far? Oh, so the answer is exactly what we success. And that is, we have to break into two categories. And sometimes Chazal won't worry. Chazal won't worry that a person is going to, do, going to make that mistake, and so they have to make it hard. And then again, the Gemara talks about this. The Gemara asks on certain things why Chazal won't go there. And, and the Gemara's answer is because Chazal didn't think people were going to be nikshat. For example, the halacha is that if a person didn't do Bidikas Chomets before Pesach, according to one opinion of the Gemara, he's Bidikas Chomets on Pesach. Why would you be doing Bidikas Chomets on Pesach? Because since there's an instant of Chomets in your possession, so you have to make sure that there's no Chomets in your possession. Asks the Gemara, well, maybe it's not a clever thing to do. Maybe he'll eat the Chomets when he finds it. So that's better he shouldn't look for it because we don't want him to be potentially nechshal and eating chametz. That's a much more serious affair. And the Gemara's answer that is, we're not worried about that happening. Why? Because if a person is looking to destroy chametz, so then the chametz he finds is, his mindset is, this is what I have to destroy. He's not going to say, oh, what's nice, that's either. He wasn't, on the contrary, he's focusing on looking for chametz to destroy. Which means that's a case where Hazal decided again it wasn't necessary. We don't have to warn people, we don't have to keep people away because we don't really have a chashash that a person is going to be nechshal. But there are other cases where really Chazal would have made it there, but they had a problem the other way. It's too hard for people. And then like the Gemara said lots of times, and goes from there in a tzibur, which most people can't do. If we're in a tzibur, you can't allow bite. If it's asking too much of people, they won't do it. And the work of there is where Chazal felt there is the place to make exam. But what can we do? It's not something which people are going to be able to manage. So there's no point us making rules which are not going to get obeyed. But in a case like that, so then we know this is a place where a Gadara would have been the right thing to do. Having a barrier would have been necessary. And that's the first place where it gives the parish, the person who wants to uh, work on themselves, a certain area to to make a gather. But it's more than that. That's, we can say, something. But there's much more than that. And that is like this. We can ask another question. And that is, Precious is coming after Nikias. Precious is coming after Nikias. And Nikias really means I worked on the middles and I worked on the feeling I have, and I worked on the whatever negative the character traits or qualities that are within me, which is going to make me do something wrong. So I don't have, a, I don't have that drive anymore. So why am I really worried you're going to make you're going to be over embarrassed? Why am I really worried that now I have to be perish myself, distance myself, so that I don't come to do something wrong? I'm, I've already got to the stage where I'm in control of myself. I've already worked on my medicine. I'm not uh, I'm not someone who's like naturally just going to be overcome by whatever bad day that is. So why am I still so worried about about precious? And this is really the fundamental point, the deeper point here as well. And that is that what we said, that when Chazal come to make Zeris, to prevent the barriers for people, to prevent them being over 
it falls into one of two categories. It either falls into the category that if people do this, they're going to forget and do the second thing as well, which is a real issue. Or it falls into the category that people are going to not know the difference. And if they do the one, they'll do the other. So the examples we gave before, if people could bless Shafer on Shabbos, they would forget and carry the Shafer to Shul. And they'll be like, Shabbos, bring Mechal on Shabbos. If people went out to eat chicken and milk, they'd make a mistake and eat meat and milk. So either they'd get confused or they'd forget. That's what Chazal was worried about. And that's what Chazal made to Chavos. But that's another place of precious as well. And the other place of precious, and that's what is, is based on the individual. Based on the individual. Not on something which applies to everybody. And we've got to understand why it has to be like that. Why it has to be something, it has to be something which can't apply to everybody. And then what's this level of precious we're talking about? The level of precious we're talking about is when a person feels that there's something in me that if I do this, it's going to trigger a bad mood. And if that happens, then I might make a mistake. So it's true, right now I'm in control. But there are things, I still think that there are things which could cause me to have a bad mood. There are things which for me personally could bring me to a stage where I'd be more primed to do the other. And then the precious isn't just a technical thing. That's make the barriers so you don't make mistakes. The precious is a person to know for themselves what's going to be something which could be a trigger for me to do something wrong. It's going to cause me to feel a certain way. It's going to wake up a certain dormant middle within me and I have to stop it happening. That's uh, the level of precious which is for the Yachid. Because of course, Chazal can't dictate rules like that because different people have different things which appeal to them or speak to them or convince them, whatever it's going to be, and can lead them astray. But the person has to know for himself that there are certain areas where I would rather, I, I feel that I'm weak and therefore I would rather avoid the situation that I don't get tempted. I don't get to the stage I might do something wrong. Now really this is the basis in the Torah. And that is, the Gemara says, we learn from Pasuk, that the Nazir is not allowed to come into a vineyard. Not allowed to come into a vineyard, not because there's something wrong with seeing grapes, but because you're tempting yourself. If you don't see it, you don't want it. And if, you, if you're there, surrounded by the heady smell of the wine, or you see the beautiful, luscious grapes, so you're making yourself a temptation. And on that, the pressure says, I don't even want to put myself in a situation where I'm going to get tempted. And even if a person rationalizes by now, but, but I know what the temptation is. And I think I can overcome it. I think I can overcome it. I know I'm walking through a vineyard. I know I'm going to see grapes. I'm going to smell grapes. And I know that I'm, uh, they're going to appeal to me and I'm not allowed to eat them because I'm a nausea. So there, I'm not going to be taken by surprise. I'm fully aware of what the situation and what the risk is. It doesn't make a difference. Because what a person doesn't know is, you're at. But when you're there, you're in the experience, how are you going to react then? How are you going to react then? So that's harder for me to answer. And then the precious is, I mean, don't get into the situation. There's many things like that. There are many People things like that. addictions. By yes. you're strong, you protect yourself. Right. And the branch of the is obvious, don't start. Right. Right. And uh, one of the best examples of this, of the failure in this area, was Nech. 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 And the question is, Nech, Batsum had just lived a life of miracles. He had come from the marble, he had lived in the table. And Nech has to start by planting and redeveloping the world. 
there's nothing of plants, just waste and desert. They have problems in plants and it just starts regrowing everything. So Noah wasn't meant to make a grapevine. The world was not meant to have wine after the mother. It was like any other species. So what, what did uh, Noah do wrong by planting the vine? He was meant to plant everything. So what's the, what's the answer? It says Noah began. He began with the vine. And why did he do that? Well, we can assume the wine has a certain chashivas, has precedence of other things. Now when you read, you make Kiddush before everything else. Remember, that's, a, it's, a, it's something which has more of a chashivas, you just start with that. And what was the mistake? And that is, that other things don't tempt a person as much. Other things don't tempt a person as much. Whereas wine has a temptation. Now, had Noach previously had a weakness for wine, probably not, he was a big tzaddik. He was a big tzaddik. Did Noach think I'm planting the grapevine to get drunk? No, probably not either. Except, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're going to be tempted. And it's better to avoid that. So if you have every other fruit already planted, and now you plant the grapevine also, it's less of a temptation. I have everything else available to me. But if I start with the grapevine, so now the only thing I have available to eat is grapes. So I'm making myself a temptation to drink wine, which is much more. And then again, that's, not some, that's, that's the same idea of the precious you're talking about. The concept of precious that the person knows these are areas where I'm likely to get tempted, I'm likely to make mistakes, and therefore I'm going to make sure to avoid the situation. Yeah. Not, not to think I'm strong enough or work and strengthen myself to stay up in the situation, the other way around. The answer to the precious is avoid the situation. Now, very often people see that as a sign of weakness. Like, come on, you're not strong enough to, <coughs> to overcome the challenge. You have to run away from it. It's not a sign of weakness. It's the other way around. It's a sign of stupidity to put yourself into a dangerous situation. Like in any case, if you're talking about a physical danger, you're not strong enough to deal with a disaster. No, it's not strong. It's stupid. Why well, you put yourself in a case where, it's, which is a sakana, which is a danger, but I need to. And it's the same thing when it comes to when it comes to precious. The point of precious is. It's not, there's no mind in putting myself into the Nisoyen to overcome it. On the contrary, if I put myself into the Nisoyen, I might not overcome it. I'm doing better by distancing myself from it. By making sure I'm not getting into that situation. Okay, and there's a follow-up question. People always ask, why? If I'm discovered in the Nisoyen, I've strengthened myself. If I was put in a situation of difficulty and I didn't do it, I was strong, I make myself much stronger. I've achieved something very big. I overcame a big Nisoyen. And if I never got into the situation in the first place, so I never let me say. Let's say, for example, you need the combination to some millionaire's vault. So I said, okay, I want to tempt myself, I want to be strong. So I'm going to go and no one's there, I want to open the doors to the vault, the safe, I'm going to see all those dotables piled up. I'm not going to take anything. I'm strong, I'm honest, I'm not going to steal. Now, if I'm there and they're within arm's reach and no one can see me, so then I'm still strong, fantastic. I can withstand the temptation to take other people's money. You don't want to say that, forget I'm not going to try, I'm not going to get near his house, I'm not going to open the safe even. I said, but that's a weakness. You didn't have the same sign, you didn't stand strong, you didn't build it the same way. So why is it a matter? And the answer is, and this is the important point of precious, the answer is, as much as it's true that a person might gain tremendously by being misguided by his sign, but you know how bad it is to lose? Right. You know how bad it is to lose? 
If a person is going to be nitchal, that's the worst thing in the world. And therefore, I'm more interested in running away from the possibility of doing something wrong than in the potential benefit I would get of understanding something wrong. It's not exactly the same thing. It's just if imagine someone tell you that you know you're missing out on a tremendous thrill of life by playing Russian roulette and not getting shot. And the answer is maybe you're missing out on a tremendous experience, but it's not worth it because and if the person does get shot, then it wasn't then it's much worse whatever way of going by the thrill of not of, of surviving. And it's the same thing over here. As much as a person can gain by overcoming something, and it's true, maybe he will, if a person is strong, and they will overcome, you know, maybe they will gain. But as much as I could potentially gain, it's not worth it, because the risk of, of, of being nitshal is worse. Question. You made it. If Hashem wants a person to overcome a challenge, and Hashem thinks he's capable, then Hashem will make a challenge for him. But for the person to put himself in a situation where I want to be challenged because I want to show I'm strong enough, that itself is going to be the problem. Because it means that a person doesn't properly appreciate how bad losing would be. Already in the famous examples in history, David HaMelech. David HaMelech tells Hashem, he says, Hashem, test me, I'm strong enough. And Hashem says, I'm going to test you and you're going to fail. David fell. That's what Shema. And David said often in, in, in his in his Tehillim of Tehillim Nanad, of 51, of his Kharata, uh, and he's asked Hashem for forgiveness. Chazal said in David's word, and then he said, Hashem, I knew I was going to fail. Because Berega asked to be tested, I knew I did the wrong thing. Because if I'm asking to be tested, I'm really saying that I'm willing to take the risk. I'm not scared of failing. And the matter, if you don't realize how big a risk it is, that's Ki'ilu is already setting yourself up for failure. And that's why we don't ask to be tested, we ask the opposite. We ask for Alta Vien, Lari Dani Don't bring us to that test. We'd rather, with distance us, we're losing out on the potential option of being strong, of overcoming the test. That's true. But we're aware of how bad it would be to fail. That's some, and the matter, we see that as such a worse option, so we, we, we would give up the potential gain to avoid the possible pitfall. And like I said, not doing that is really the starting point of the mistake because it means a person doesn't really realize how bad the, how bad falling would be. Because that's why he's willing to take the chance. If it's something which is that bad, <coughs> that serious, it's not even worth the chance. However, it's too good I think I am, I'm going to avoid it. It's not worth taking the risk. That's our first step in the same process.